The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell, coming from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, worldwide, toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My guest this hour is Ariadne uh, Green, and we're going to be talking about dreams and mythology this hour with our expert. She's also the author of uh, Ariadne's Book of Dreams, which was published by Warner Books going back to the year 2001, and Divine Compliment, The Spiritual Terrain of the Soulmate Relationships, which was published by Palmleaf Press in 2006. Now, my guest holds a master's degree in educational psychology from Cal State Hayward and completed two years of doctoral course in consciousness studies and philosophy of psychology at Saybrook Institute in San Francisco. Joining me now is Ariadne. And Ariadne, welcome to the Exxon. Well, thank you for having me, Rob. So how are things? excited about the show today. Well, we're happy that you're with us because dreams and mythology, two of my favorite topics. How did oh, you, they are? Well, yeah. that's not surprising to me, actually. Why? I have something kind of funny to share with you in the audience today, and that is that, you know, um, in, in dream language, every, you know, symbol, sign, name mm-hmm. um, is meaningful. Right. And um, what's interesting is, is that you have a very um, interesting name yourself as I do, and the reason being is is that there's a Rob McConnell who lives a stone throw away from me. We share the same back fence wow. in Vallejo, California. Now, it just dawned on me this morning when I was thinking about the show, mm-hmm. Rob McConnell, I kept going, Rob McConnell, Rob McConnell, I go, my God, Robert <laughs> McConnell lives adjacent to me, and actually his wife... Um, participates in my um, in my dream groups quite frequently. Wow! But he's an attorney and he's running for city council here in Vallejo. And I had moved back to my hometown. Oh, in two thousand and seven, from uh, Maui, where I'd lived for many many years. Isn't that fascinating? By the way, what's his wife's first name? What? What is his wife's first name? What is Rob McCall? His, his wife's first name is Paula. Well, isn't that funny? Paula and mine's Laura. Really? Really. Okay. Well, they end with A. Yeah. Laura actually means crown, and um, Laura was quite a significant name for me throughout my life. I had many Lauras in my life, as well as Lawrence's and Stevens. 
so names are really meaningful when we um, start to look at our life kind of as a dream where, you know, the people that we come in contact with, and even if they're living on the other side of the country, as you and I are, yes. um, share a divine connection. So what the synchronicity of my own backyard um, really suggests to me that we're connected somehow, and maybe it's a previous lifetime, and what do you think it is, Rob? I think the fact that you and I are, have a very strong interest in dreams, mythology, and mm-hmm. that I've been doing this now for 20-some-odd years. And, you know, Adriana, the, a, 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 Ariadne. Ariadne, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There have been times in my life when I've tried to get away from the, the work that I'm doing in the world of the paranormal parapsychology. And mm-hmm. every time I've gotten away from it, I fall flat on my face. So 20 mm-hmm. years ago, I said... I looked up at the sky and I said, all right, you made my point. I will never leave this area again. Well, it's your destiny, as it is mine. Your interest in dreams obviously Mm -hmm. connects us. But I think there's an even stronger connection. All right, let's talk talk about these connections when I come back from this two-minute commercial break. Okay. Ariadne Green is my special guest, ExoNation, www.ariadnegreen.com or dreamthread.com. Dreams and mythology, two of my favorite topics, when we come back from our commercial break in two minutes. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling... 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Oh, Ariadne Green is my special guest, Exonation Two websites, ariadnegreen.com, that's A-R-I-A-D-N-E-G-R-E-E-N.com, and dreamthread.com. Ariadne, you and I were talking about dreams, and uh, before we went to the commercial break, uh, you were telling me how your next-door neighbor or somebody very close to you, his name is Rob McConnell, and <laughs> and, and you know what? I, be- I believe in synchronicity. I believe that we are all connected in That's a right. very unique way, and, and I believe that as we get closer to uh, to the, the, the great galactic alignment that we're all going to go through come December 2012, that... Mm-hmm. That we are going like I, I th- that we're going to leap forward in our in our in our natural evolutionary process. I, I think that right. right now we are the larvae just waiting to come out of the cocoons. Well, you know, our evolution has been going on forever. Yeah, that's right. And we're constantly growing and changing. Mm-hmm. And our incarnations are about reconnecting with old karmic buddies, right? Old friends that we shared many lifetimes with. And I think our souls know each other very well. You said to me, you have positive energy, yes. and yeah. and that's because you're connecting. 
in a grand leap of consciousness across many states in the United States, all the way from Canada, and, and connecting with my love for you. Mm. And uh, Mary says that our lifetime was actually in the United States, and you knew Abraham Lincoln. Have you ever had any kind of uh, connection with, um, you know, Oh, you know, government or American government well, ever saw well, a lifetime in which you were... Well, I, 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 used to, I used to be a police officer before I came into broadcasting 20 years ago. Uh-huh. And, okay, but I, so, I, I do remember as a child going to Gettysburg with my parents, and as we were in Gettysburg, it felt very familiar to me. Right, right. Well, you were a very significant friend to Lincoln. Wow. And as was I and um, actually to his wife. And you were related to his wife. You were a cousin. And so you were part of the Lincoln household. And um, that's how we knew each other. And we were great friends. And um, you were one of the people who truly liked Mary Lincoln, according to Mary, and really appreciated her. Because few did. They didn't understand her. And she was really a mystic and a and a clairvoyant, as was Lincoln. Lincoln was yes. very much into his dreams, and as we know, he actually prophesied his own death. Mm-hmm. He saw um, himself in a coffin, and they said it was the president, and he woke up from that dream, I'm sure knowing what was about to happen next. And that's just one arena of dreams that we can you know, certainly talk about and since dreams fascinate you, and they've certainly become, you know, a lifelong process for me as, mm-hmm. as a dream expert. I didn't always be, you know, I didn't start out my career as a, as a therapist interested in dreams, but it was a kind of a natural evolution that um, happened when I was really ready to kind of step into the shoes of my authentic self. And I had a, a spiritual awakening, and, and with it, profound dreams, including a dream in which I pulled a serpent up out of my body and, through my, and out of my mouth. And that serpent power is something that indigenous shamans recognize as the potential within each of our souls to truly raise our vibration and to lift our consciousness into uh, a more mystical self, um, to connect and align with our higher intelligence. And when the soul is ready, the soul is ready, and Mm. the dreams come, and they can initiate us into new worlds and new dimensions of consciousness. And then, you know, but some of our dreams are merely working out our life's problems. And I have, um, if you've read my book or if anybody in the audience has read my book, I um, put forth a model for understanding dreams that's a little bit unique. It's very different than, you know, the more scientific model that... Mm -hmm. um, the the models for for dream work from the psychological professions. Um, in it, I talk a shaman's perspective on dreams, and that dreams come from many levels. But 
I use the shaman's model of the lower world, the middle world, and the upper world as being the main dimensions of dreaming consciousness. And then with each of those worlds come different kinds of dreams and other dimensions. So that dreams from the lower world connect us with the collective unconscious, with what Carl Jung called you know, the collective consciousness that everyone holds within them. So tell me, what was it that that catapult you into the work that you're doing now? Well, you know, I was a therapist for many years, actually for about 13 years. And -hmm. and from the time I was 19 years old, I was, um, I volunteered in crisis intervention hotlines and suicide prevention. Then I went to work for mental health and got my degrees and worked as a therapist. But I had a, a spiritual awakening back in 1987, and it really was a healing crisis, and what happened is that I awakened very profoundly. Um, some people awaken slowly, and they start to gain back their authentic self mm-hmm. in increments. They start to kind of tune in and, you know, develop their yeah. intuition. For me, it was like a shockwave. I had a dream of, you know, pulling the serpent from my from my mouth, and all my chakras blew open, and I was in another world. I mean, I... I was half crazy, wow. you know, and it was that place of, you know, between worlds. And, and, you know, some people are actually misdiagnosed that they don't understand what's going on. But, you know, I was sophisticated enough. I was a therapist. Mm-hmm. I understood what the process that I was going through and with a, a great deal of healing and with it significant change. I actually left California at that time and was guided to move to Taos, New Mexico, which was a profound place to kind of come back to myself and to um, learn what was intrinsic within me. And part of that learning was that, you know, my destiny was that I was the interpreter of dreams, and my mother saw it. She knew right. me, Ariadne, and you said that you're interested in mythology. Well, you know, the the mythos of Ariadne is that she's the guide into the labyrinth. She holds the thread. Really, as an archetype, she leads us all through the terrain of the soul and understands the language of the soul. So my mother saw who I was, but I had to awaken to it somewhat late, you know, when you come to think about it. You know, I was entrenched in another kind of model as a therapist than I am now. Now I consider myself truly a shaman, and I, you know, have, you know, done healing work for years, taught shamanic healing work, Mm -hmm. taught dream groups for you know, 20 some odd years now. And with each one of those groups, you learn more and more about the dreaming process and what it means to be a conscious dreamer. And you understand the language well. It's something you can't learn from a book. How how do you you tell the difference between, like when you wake up in the morning and you've had these dreams, how do you tell the difference between a dream that is spiritual and a dream that is just your mind uh, purging all the unnecessary information that you need? Well, 
um, your your spiritual level of dreaming, I call upper world dreams. Mm-hmm. And a spiritual dream can be, you know, um, riding on a horse. Um, on a mountain trail with a Native American guide behind you and knowing that you're heading in the right direction and that you're being guided and uh, you end up on the top of the mountain and uh, in unison with your partner, you start singing, you know, um, a song about love. You know, that's a, a spiritual dream. Right. That's what we call a big dream. And it awakens you. And when you wake up, you feel transformed in some way. Mm-hmm. Your consciousness has been lifted. Um, you know, spiritual dreams can be coming in contact with a spiritual master like, like Jesus. I had a profound dream where I was with Jesus. and. It was so profound. The love was so amazing that I woke up and I will never forget the feeling that I had. All and right, I was Stance. rubbing my oh. I was rubbing his his tunic mm-hmm. top. It was like camel hair or um, some kind of woolen. All right, we're going to have to have a a cliffhanger here because I do have to take my news at the bottom of the hour. Exo okay. Nation, Ariadne Green is our special guest. www.ariadnegreen.com or www.dreamthread.com. We're talking about dreams and mythology and much more this hour here in the Exxon with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our studios in beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Exonation, Harry Edney Green is my special guest. We're talking about dreams and mythology this hour. If you'd like to give us a call, toll-free worldwide, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at exxonradiotv.com on MSN Messenger, exxonradiotv at hotmail.com. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. 
Um, don't forget, I'm going to be the Master of Ceremony for the Body, Soul, Spirit Expo here in Toronto, February the 17, 18, and 19 at the International Center on Airport Road, 6900 Airport Road in Mississauga. For more information, get a hold of Chandler Armstrong. And his website is www.bodysoulspiritexpo.com. Ariadne, we talked uh, briefly about dreams, and uh, there are some very famous dreams uh, that mm-hmm. that people know about. Of course, you you certainly mentioned the one about with Abraham Lincoln, uh, and then the Bible is filled with dreams that seem to be almost prophetic. Right, and Daniel was um, the big prophetic dreamer mm-hmm. um, in 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 the Bible, um, and. You know, the the thing is, is that in many, many cultures, in all cultures, there have always been those who were the dreamers Mm -hmm. and who um, prophesied important information for the community. They were the shamans. We can, you know, look at Carl Jung's life, and we can see him not only as a brilliant psychologist, but really, he was a very highly evolved spiritual individual who contributed a great deal to our understanding about dreams. You what? know, when we talk about spiritual dreams, we talk about dream prophecy. The only problem is is that um, there's difficulty when we start um, traveling on this terrain of believing that, you know, a dream um, is a prophecy of something. For instance, um, having a dream of a hurricane, mm-hmm. you know, which we're certainly um, going to be experiencing some severe w- weather on the East Coast, isn't necessarily a prophecy of something that's going to be coming. The majority of those kinds of dreams are really um, comments or responses to our own personal life events. And a hurricane that you might experience um, at night while you're dreaming Mm -hmm. has an altogether different meaning. It just basically means you're going through a great deal of emotional turmoil. And maybe the circumstances in your life um, is creating a great deal of upheaval. Maybe it's a relationship problem or you're facing um, an ugly situation at work. Uh, if it's disastrous enough to, you know, throw a bunch of debris mm-hmm. in your way, you're going to have to start cleaning it up, so to speak. So, you know, those are our dreams are communicating with us through a different kind of language than the literal language, and that language is metaphor. So. Um, you know, many of those who, you know, say they're having prophetic dreams right. are really just, you know, they're, you know, they're not correct. They're, they're just taking their dreams too literally. Let me ask you this question. You know, you go into any bookstore and they, you go into the dream section, there's all these different books on dreams. And if you mm-hmm. go into uh, the symbols... And you, let's use the word horse, for example. There was a horse in okay. my dream, a black horse. 
five out of ten books will give you totally different meanings. Right, exactly. So how do you what, how do you know what the symbology actually means? I mean, besides ha- having the opportunity of speaking mm-hmm. to you in person, mm-hmm. what do you what do you think a horse represents? If you to try to connect with the consciousness mm. of a horse, well, if I was to have a dream of a horse, I would look at strength. I uh-huh. would look at uh, beauty. I would look at. Um, I think strength and beauty would be the two two that just pop out. Right, exactly. And and horses are um, when we talk about animal powers in dreams, we're talking about that lower world experience mm-hmm. where it's more than just a dream of sorting out issues. You're coming in conscious contact, perhaps with your animal ally, uh-huh. and dreaming of a horse does represent strength, exactly. Intuitively, you know that. It's that strength to move forward in your life with your spiritual power. Mm-hmm. And certainly dream dictionaries have some value because you can um, get different authors' perspective on what a meaning of a, of a symbol is. But a lot of them really miss the boat. And they interpret, you know, animal dreams as symbolic. And from a shaman's perspective, an animal power dream is a very different, you know... All right, I've I've got to ask you to stand by. I just received something from our newsroom. Hurricane Irene Mm -hmm. continues to turn its uh, way towards the U.S. East Coast, and all indications are that this storm, as President Obama said, will be historic. Now, here are some of the events that weather experts say could develop over the next 48 hours, ExoNation. Irene is bringing gusty winds, heavy rain, and dangerous surf to the South Carolina coast today. North Carolina will be pounded by Irene's forces Friday night and Saturday. Irene will head north Sunday, hitting a large swath from Virginia to Maine. Major metro areas of Philadelphia, New York, and Boston should brace for possible widespread damage, including major flooding as Irene hits Sunday. The strongest of Irene's power will be to the east of its center, Widespread power outages are expected over a large section of the Northeast. New York's metro transit system will be shut down at noon on Saturday. And East Coast travel will be severely disrupted starting tonight. Hundreds of flights and Amtrak lines have also been cancelled. If you're uh, planning a trip to that part of the United States, uh, call up the airport, call up your travel agent, see what is happening. And whatever you do, please take care of this information from the Exxon Newsroom. Sorry for disturbing you, uh, you know, for interrupting well, the conversation. You know, I, I, I think that this is, you know, a huge issue for everyone on mm-hmm. the East Coast. And certainly everybody on the West Coast is praying that the storm doesn't do the kind of damage that they're, they're predicting. But we were talking yes. about horses. Yes, horses. And this is a horse of a different color, isn't it? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you were asking about symbols. Mm-hmm. Well, when we have, you know, our dreams, as I said, speak in a symbolic language. And a symbol has, you know, a subjective meaning, which mean, means that it has a very personal meaning to you. And then there's the objective meaning of a symbol. And that's where a dream dictionary can be valuable. 
But I'm going to tell you, there are some really lousy dream dictionaries out there. One of the worst, I think, is A Thousand and One Dreams Interpreted. Um, it's full of, you know, superstition, mm-hmm. you know, cats are evil and, and all those kinds of things. It's just amazing to see how many people um, have that book and use it. So in understanding what a particular symbol means, it's really important, one, to look at the symbol and then to kind of cross a bridge out of the construct of your mind and move towards your intuitive self. Let's take, um, you know, a symbol that maybe you've had in one of your dreams, Rob. Hmm. What's, what's an outstanding symbol that really just kind of sticks out from one of your dreams? Oh gosh! Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this dream that I that I that I keep having. Um, okay. I, I when I come to it, it when I wake up or uh, when I first have any recogn- re- recollection of this dream, I'm standing in a black abyss. Then all of a sudden, these I hear some organ music and these two big golden doors open. I pass through into a chamber that seems to me, I can only relate it to something that that I would imagine would have been on Mount Olympus many, many, many Mm -hmm. years ago. And there is a council chamber with two tiers. Now, on each side, uh, sitting in the middle is is what I perceive as the person in charge, and behind him is another person. And on each side of him, on two levels, there are Three uh, three men on one level, and then three men on a lower level. They're all wearing white. They all have white uh, uh, white hair, blue crystal eyes, and um, uh, wearing these white gowns. And the message I get is, keep searching. You will find the truth. Keep searching. Me- organ music starts. I seem to be pulled out of the scene. Doors close. I wake up. Okay. All right. So let's look at what the outstanding symbols might be in that dream. There are several of them. Okay. Okay. One is the golden doors. Yes. Okay. Now, what would you imagine golden doors would represent? Uh, the Objectively. Key to, uh, the key to my inner. The key to your inner what? My inner being, who I really am. Your authentic self. Yes. Yeah, you go through the golden doors. And the color gold relates to what? Purity. Purity. And what else? Um, Jewelry. I want you to say this, Rob. Okay. It is my value. It is my value. And how does it feel when you say that? Goosebumpy. Goosebumpy. And there's the truth. So those golden doors are moving towards your value for you to see who you are. All right. So now we have the organ music. Mm-hmm. Now what? Now this is a little more personal. Now let's take it out of the objective and into the subjective. What memories do you have of organ music? Um, it was the kind of music that you that you would hear in church, like uh, a high, quiet, you know, like the kind of music that you would hear at the. Uh, I, I've heard on television watching a special from the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Okay, all right. 
So you would think it to be religious or yeah. Spiritual. spiritual. I'd say spiritual. And what does music do? What is the purpose of music? Hmm. Well, uh, music is used as a means of communication. It's used as a as a way to um, interpret feelings. Um, It's all right. There's your mind going. So, music. puts an exclamation point on something mm-hmm. in this dream or it um, is melodious to move you or uplift you in some way, you know? Right. Right. Now, these three men, okay, mm-hmm. um, who are, they're on tears, is that it? Well, yeah, there, there's, okay, you've got the center figure, and uh-huh. behind the center figure, uh, is is somebody standing on his right hand side behind him, mm-hmm. and then on each side of this of this person who is sitting in the middle, there are three men on each side on one level, then three men on each side on a higher level behind the first row men. Okay, and your authentic self says these men are who. Well, yeah, you know, at the time I didn't know, but after talking to people like yourself over the years, I would say spirit guides. They could be spirit guides, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's unusual for that many spirit guides to show up at once, right? Okay. Okay. So how am I going to know who these men are? Now, this is a question that most dreamers would struggle with. Okay, but there's an easy way to discover who they are. Okay. And it's called uh, dream reentry. So I want you to just close your eyes and imagine yourself standing before these men. All right, what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to do this as we uh, go to our next commercial break. Okay. Exonation, our special guest this hour is... Ariadne Green. We're talking about dreams and mythology. Her website is ariadnegreen.com and dreamthread.com. We'll be back on the other side of this commercial break. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome back, everyone. My guest this hour is Ariadne Green. Her website is ariadnegreen.com or dreamthread.com uh, okay we've got about uh, three minutes left uh, and I was wondering if you could kind of uh, just interpret that dream that I've had because I <laughs> well you know what's interesting about the dream is mm-hmm. is that this is about your value and that particular group of men they form a council and they're a council that guides you and they want you to recognize something about your purpose uh, on earth. Mm-hmm. And it's important for you to 
um, seek out through prayer and through some divine intervention mm-hmm. to um, see what your next step is. And I think it's more global is what I'm getting. You have a great destiny. And I think television is really going to be your forte. And I think they're really wanting you to um, make a, a, a big shift from um, your from your show in in Ontario and to think bigger. Okay, thank well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate your assistance. Alyssa, yeah. um, well, that's what we call a yeah. destiny dream. And really? That's a, a big dream. And because it's reoccurring, and many people have reoccurring dreams, it's like your subconscious is trying to get mm-hmm. a message across to you. It's very important to dive deeply into those dreams that um, show repetitive patterns or that reoccur. And even if they only one sequence reoccurs, it's it's important um, to your emotional self, to your psychology, and maybe to, like your dream, to your spiritual destiny. So our dreams have value. And, you know, the majority of people don't have the foggiest idea what their dreams mean. And what's important is, is that they share their dreams with those and their families mm-hmm. so that they start to learn the language that um, is being communicated to them every single night. It's, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand dream language. You just need to open up your intuitive mind and, and your heart a little bit more, and, and the meaning comes clear. Let our listeners know how they can contact you for more information, my dear. Okay. Well, they can certainly email me at ariadne at dreamthread.com, A-R-I-A-D-N-E at um, dreamthread, D-R-E-A-M-T-H-R-E-A-D, and also at editor at ariadnegreen.com. Ariadne, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure having you on the show, and I look forward to the next time you join us back here in the Exxon. Well, God bless you, Rob, and I'll tell Rob McConnell that uh, Rob McConnell said to say me hi. That uh, uh, I talked to you today. All right, you take care of yourself. Exxon Nation, we'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue right here from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Whatever you do, don't go away. We'll be right back.